Welcome back, world history. So for this unit, uh, we have, it's kind of a mini unit, I guess. Uh, it covers a kind of a, a certain aspect of World War II, and it deserves its own unit. It's not something that we just kind of tack on anywhere. So um, I just kind of made a little mini unit that is just, just about the Holocaust. And just to give you some background and information and so forth about the Holocaust, definition-wise. The Holocaust is the killing of millions of Jews and other people by the Nazis during World War II. And some other key terms for you is genocide, the systematic extermination of a nationality or group, and also concentration camp, a type of prison where large numbers of people who are not soldiers are kept during a war and are usually forced to live in very poor conditions. Now, these are not the end-all, be-all terms of the Holocaust. I have a lot more that I'm going to be going over as, as we do this unit, but just to kind of give you a little idea of kind of where we're headed and some of the terms we're going to be hearing here. So, now, like we said, there's a lot of people that lost their lives during this time. Six million Jews and five million other people were killed during the Holocaust, and that's from 1933 to 1945. And... These people include uh, not only the Jews, but uh, the Romani people, or uh, also known as Gypsies, Slavs, Ukrainians, ethnic Poles. Um, uh, estimates are around 17% of the entire population of Poland uh, were, were killed. The disabled, homosexuals, political activists, and Jehovah's Witnesses. So 63% of the Jewish population in Europe was killed. 91% of the Jewish population in Poland was killed. So Poland was really hit hard by everything with World War II. So just to kind of give you an idea of some more numbers here, in 1933, Europe's Jewish population was 9,508,340. 9, um, after the war, survivors, um, we figured the number was around 3,546,211. So a pretty significant drop. And, you know, just to kind of give you an idea of uh, some of the different uh, concentration camps, probably the worst was uh, Auschwitz-Birkenau. And when Auschwitz, uh, I'm going to say Auschwitz for the most part, uh, Auschwitz-Birkenau, um, was concentration, when it was liberated by the Soviets on uh, January 27th, 1945, when they came into this camp, they found 836,255 pairs, uh, or sorry, women's dresses, not pairs, women's dresses, uh, 348,000 men's suits, 38,000 pairs of men's shoes, 14,000 um, uh, parts of human hair, uh, yet they only found 7,650 live prisoners. So just to give you an idea of how many people lost their lives. And the Holocaust wasn't just something that happened right away. This was a progression of actions. And we're going to be talking about these actions. And the first was stripping of rights. The second was segregation. The third was concentration, or the concentration camps. And the fourth was extermination. So the step, uh, stage one, stripping of rights, 1935, Hitler introduced the Nuremberg Laws. And these put heavy restrictions on the Jews. And we've kind of talked about these before, so... Um, 
but just as a little refresher, uh, stripped them of German citizenship, uh, fired them from jobs and businesses were boycotted that Jewish uh, that were Jewish owned, banned from German schools and universities, marriages between Jews and Aryans were forbidden, forced to carry ID cards, passports were stamped with a letter J, uh, they were forced to wear armbands with the yellow star of David on them to indicate that they were Jewish, and Jewish synagogues were destroyed. And they were forced to pay reparations and special income tax that was just put on the Jews. All right, so that was just getting rid of their rights. Stage two was the segregation. Jews were forced to live in like certain areas called ghettos, which were these like isolated areas that were so they would be kept out of society. And these ghettos, definition time, a part of a city in which members of a particular group or race live, usually in very poor conditions. And the Nazis established 356 ghettos in Poland, the Soviet Union, Czechoslovakia, Romania, and Hungary during all of World War II. And these ghettos were absolutely horrible. They were filthy, poor sanitation, uh, extremely overcrowded, disease was rampant, food was a very, very short supply, many people starved to the death. Uh, Warsaw, uh, Warsaw, Poland, which was the largest ghetto, held 500,000 people and was 3.5 square miles in size. So it is a ton of people packed into an extremely small area. And that brings us to stage three, the concentration camps. So they used slave labor, and it was basically annihilation by work. So they, they killed a mass amount of people by working them to death. And these prisoners were faced with uh, undernourishment and starvation and forced to do all this work. Um, they were transported to these camps on cattle freight cars. And these camps were built on railroad lines so they could efficiently transport them there. And just to kind of give you a little bit here, and this isn't in my notes um, PowerPoint that goes along with this, but these, these cattle cars were so small. They were only about... 31 feet in length, but if you go by the actual inside area where people were being held, that's around 26 feet, roughly. They were about 14 feet tall, but, um, you know, that was actually only about 7 feet for the inside, and they only had a total width of about 13 feet, but that's more like 8 feet 10 inches, actual size inside. And anywhere from 80 to 200 people were pushed into these, these areas, and they would be kept in there for days at a time and no sanitation, no place to go to the bathroom, no room to sit down or anything like that. And once they got to these camps, all their possessions were completely taken from them. Their heads were shaved and their hair was being stored. Um, arms were tattooed only at Auschwitz. A lot of people think that uh, all concentration camps did this. It was only Auschwitz that did this, but they did tattoo their prisoners with their prison number. Um, prisoners were expected to wear prison uniforms. Men and women and children were separated into different areas. Um, and survival was based on trade skills and physical strength. If you had something to offer, you had a better chance of living. And the more physically fit you were going in, the better chance you had to survive these terrible conditions. And these terrible conditions were extremely unsanitary. Disease was everywhere. Lice was everywhere, carrying all these different terrible diseases to everyone. And on top of that, inhumane medical experiments were done on people. And when I talk about these experiments, um, the big one to talk about is this Joseph Mengele. And he was a doctor, I'm doing air quotations, at Auschwitz. And he got the nickname the Angel of Death. And he conducted these genetic research on human subjects and focused primarily on twins, one being an experiment and the other being the control, if you kind of get the idea of you know, science class, 
and the things he would do were just absolutely terrible. Uh, amputation of limbs, unnecessary amputation of limbs, blood transfusions, uh, intentionally infecting one twin, twin with a disease to see the effects, uh, injecting chloroform to the heart. Um, he tried to change the eye color of people. Um, it was all about blonde hair, blue eyes, and he would inject chemicals into people's eyes to do this. Um, exposure to x-rays, um, a ton of unnecessary experiments on pregnant women. And I'm, I'm leaving out a lot here. It's pretty bad stuff. And that brings us to stage four, extermination. And I'm not even going to try to pronounce this German word, but E-I-N-S-A-T-Z-G-R-U-P-P-E-N which basically translates to mobile killing units, um, had begun killing operations aimed at the entire Jewish communities um, in the 30s, and so they're, they're exterminating them now. Um, they would set up death factories, and these were basically extermination camps. These weren't just concentration camps. These were, they facilitated mass murder. And the euthanasia program, the Nazi policy to eliminate life unworthy of life, um, mentally or physically challenged, and it basically promoted Aryan racial superiority and integrity. And during the Wannsee Conference in Berlin, 1942, um, established the complete solution of the Jewish question in the eyes of Germany, and they called for the complete and mass annihilation and extermination of the Jews as, as other groups as well, but as a whole. And they decided they were going to use this Zyklon B gas. And this is a killing gas, kind of like phosphine gas, if you remember from World War I. And it was used to exterminate people. And they would send them to these gas chambers, these prisoners, and they were told they were getting a shower. And they would go into these showers, and then gas would be dropped in from the top. And it took somewhere between 3 to 15 minutes to kill everyone. And up to 8,000 people were gassed per day at Auschwitz, um, and that was the largest of the death camps uh, with operating gas chambers. And when they would open these doors with these gas chambers, they would find this the, the pile of bodies in the center. And what was happening is the last bit of good air to breathe was in the middle of the room at the top, and so everyone was just kind of piling together and climbing on each other, trying to get to this this little bit of good air. And these victims, uh, their gold fillings were taken from their teeth and were melted down to make gold bars. And after that, they took these dead bodies and they moved them to these massive crematoriums or massive um, burning areas like these giant ovens where they, they, they burn the bodies to get rid of everything. And by 1945, um, when the war is starting to end, uh, the, the Nazis started to destroy these crematoriums and destroy these camps as the Allies got closer and closer. They didn't want anyone to know the terrible things that they had done. And, you know, these camps were all over Europe. It wasn't just in Germany, even though a, a lot of them were. So they started to do these death marches. Uh, and this was from 44 to 45, where the Nazis ordered these marches of these extremely long distances to bring everyone back to kind of the center of Germany to kind of hide everything that was going on. And this was anywhere from 250,000 to 375,000 prisoners that perished on these death marches, bringing them back uh, to center Germany where they were going to probably be killed. And um, finally, on January 27th, 1945, which I alluded to earlier, the Soviet Army, uh, Soviet Army entered Auschwitz, that largest camp that I told you about, and liberated the people, the remaining left, 
uh, but so many of them were in such bad shape. And we'll get into our next unit talking about the punishment for these terrible deeds that were done to these poor people. So more on that starting with our next unit, but I just kind of wanted to take a little time to kind of go over uh, some of the information surrounding the Holocaust. Now, there will be more to go over in class, more with videos, and you'll learn more about this uh, in English classes as well. But this is a, a good starting point for all this information. Thank you very much.